my wife was like, you say that every time. Like you, like it was a huge success that you made it to another episode. Every I time. think it's a big f- deal. <laughs> every Friday, Eric and I used to clink glasses and be like, still in business. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 22 of the Squad Room. I'm your host, Garrett Teslaw. With me today is my uh, esteemed uh, occasional, as I say, quasi-occasional. Uh, yeah, can we make it sound cooler than that? Yeah, that's, what not, yeah. that's not cool. Um, ubiquitous? No, Ubiquitous? Ooh, wow. Uh, esteemed? Esteem. I like esteemed, yeah. That's my yeah, esteemed yeah. co-host, Trevor Baum. Thank you. Welcome back. Thank you. So, uh, for those listening for the first time, if you haven't hit pause already after this nonsense... <laughs> Squadron is a podcast devoted to optimizing the health and wellness of police officers around the world. And Traver, fun fact, it literally is all around the world these days. I Excellent. got an email yesterday from uh, a fantastic uh, listener, a sergeant in New Zealand. Oh, wow. Them. Yeah. Right on. And I've gotten Australia, Canada. They're, they're mad, mad props to Canada. We got cool. quite a few strong listeners up there. Cool, and, cool, um, cool. and England. Wow. People from England emailing. Uh, where else? Ireland. Wow. Yeah, right? Holy smokes. I am international. We, <laughs> we are international. Excuse me. Now we're ubiquitous. <laughs> anyway, the podcast is devoted to optimizing the health and the wellness of police officers. We talk about health and wellness, and not just physical health, of course, and exercise, but how to maintain our mental health, our wellness, our mindfulness, all these things that we might be able to do to optimize our own lives, make us better people and better cops, better husbands, better, better wives, etc. Uh, before we get into today's show with Traver, which is going to be a recap of 2015 mm-hmm. and uh, looking forward to 2016, mm-hmm. I want to do a couple things. I want to remind you to sign up for our mailing list by texting the squad room to 44222, and you can get signed up for our mailing list right from your phone. You can also do it from our website at thesquadroom.net. And I also want to make sure that I thank our sponsors for this episode SB Tactical and iCombat Shooter Training System. This episode is coming out during SHOT Show, uh, so if you're out there in Vegas, make sure that you uh, hook up with my buddies Todd and John from SP Tactical for a demo of their iCombat system. They're giving away, uh, doing giveaways, they got food, beer, and they're uh, also serving lead slinger whiskey, which, Trevor, I don't know if you follow the Article 15 guys, uh-uh. or Ranger Up, uh-uh. so uh, anyway, totally off topic, but... Excellent people, and they just uh, developed their own whiskey. Excellent. And uh, the SP Tactical guys will be serving it there at their suite while they demo this uh, system, the iCombat training system. They'll be doing them inside a suite at the Venetian, which is attached to the Sands Hotel where the convention is. So you can literally crawl over there on all fours, half sober, and check out the system. <laughs> and since these guns don't shoot live ammo, you can still play with them even though you're drunk. Perfect. Because we all know you're going to be. Yeah. I would expect you to be. I would yeah. hope you would be. You're in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Vegas and guns, always a good idea. Amen. Anyway, uh, demo is going to be Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 1,200, 1,600 hours, both days, and on Friday at 1,400. Uh, they'll be on the show floor passing out invites. So if you run into those guys, make sure you tell them that you listen to the show and make sure that they know that you support them because they support us. They're awesome guys. Uh, you can check them out and follow their Instagram and Twitter at SB Tactical. And they will uh, give out the info, to, and you just got to text them, and they'll give you the suite number and all that. And I think they made some reference to maybe hosting some sort of an event as well. So that's probably worth uh, attending because these two guys are E8s, uh, which I think for I think they're both uh, first sergeants. Now, E8 could be master sergeant too, but either way, 
given the industry they're in and their history, they know a lot of people at a gun show. So cool. it's probably going to be a good time if you connect up with them and check out the system, and they might invite you along to something fun. Uh, the iCombat system, to check out more of it, go to sbtactical.com, and you can see how they use this uh, simulation system uh, in pretty much any scenario, in any situation. There's no cleanup, no mess, no ammo costs, no paint getting thrown all over the place, and no Sims training, because I hate Sims. All right, uh, what else? I think that's it. That's it. Normally, we have a little intro here, and then I say, here's the guest, and then I do that little whoosh sound, and we go, but yeah. you're here, so whoosh, whoosh, there it We're is. We're in. <laughs> Whoosh, there it is. <laughs> this, this is what happens when you put a mic magic. in front of us. I yeah, know. Yeah. So people might notice that we're, uh, well, they won't notice because we're not on camera, but we are outside of the professional recording studio. We got we yeah. got moved up. Yeah. We are inside the house attached to the professional recording studio, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. a garage. Mm-hmm. Um, just by luck, my wife happens to be out of town today, so we're sitting inside because it's freezing in the garage. Yeah. Now, freezing is uh, relative. Yep. Uh, because I know that uh, some of our listeners say in Chicago, we're probably in minus degree weather last night on patrol. So yeah. it's in the like balmy 50s here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually had to turn the heater off to, so that would, the vents wouldn't sound on the on the show. So we could take our beanies off in yes. the house. <laughs> yes. I am acclimated. To be fair, you're from Connecticut and right. it's cold there. Right. And I'm it's from Colorado and it's very cold there. Yeah. Funny story. So I pull over this girl the other night who's, who's driving. She's completely blacked out at like oh, wow. 10 o'clock, like no lights on. Okay. And I tell her she didn't have her lights on. She goes, oh, it's a rental car. I'm sorry. I ask her where she's from. And she, uh, she says she's from Colorado. Yeah. And I said, oh, where'd you go to high school? She goes, oh, I didn't go to high school in Colorado. I just moved there from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. Uh, so we're talking. And I told her that anyway, she ends up, she lives across the street from my old high school. Mm-hmm. And she grew up one, or she grew up one town over from the town I grew up in, Minnesota. Oh wow! I was like, this is getting weird. I yeah, gotta go. long last. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> kind of creeping me out. Yeah. <laughs> Put your damn lights on. Yeah, just, let's get out of here. <laughs> anyway, so uh, some pe- some of our listeners who are fantastic people all mm-hmm. around um, made a comment that I haven't done a recap show or an update show on me. That's right. In quite some time, and there's a variety of factors for that, um, but they're right. Yeah, and we haven't sat down in a little bit to uh, to go over what my issues are. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. part of this podcast, again, if this is your first time, the idea is uh, if you listen to episode one, you'll hear me and Trevor talking about a lot of embarrassing stuff. But just being at a point where I needed to uh, take control of my own health and fitness, uh, not only as a law enforcement officer, but uh, as a father, as a guy who's rapidly approaching forty years old, mm-hmm. um, who. Uh, is starting to feel the effects of the job and and, and wants to stay safe mm-hmm. and also kind of you know be there and be able to play with my kids uh, going into my 40s and 50s. Amen. So I brought this idea uh, with Traver and the other part. Of, so part of it is documenting my experience as we learn and as I grow through this. And then I go out and seek out these experts in other related fields that might be able to provide some words of insight. And, uh, and that's been fantastic. And I've done a lot of those in the last couple, uh, well months. Yeah. Uh, I've gotten some great people on the show. Absolutely. And it just luck would have it, uh, was able to kind of get them all together or, or, or record a lot of these around the same time. And I didn't want them to sit too long. So that's why we released a bunch all at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here we are back mm-hmm. and, uh, you're going to be back on the next episode too, right. 23. And we'll talk about some other stuff there unrelated to this. Uh, so yeah. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah, yeah. It's the the year has started. Yeah, we're we're still at the kind of the beginning. Well, we're at the beginning of the year. Yeah, right. Um, 
and planning out 2016, but it's a good time to look back. I mean, I came to you just short of a year ago, I think February, with this idea. Right. And we got it off the ground um, late April, I think, is when everything started came together and our first episode was released. So it's a good time to kind of review yeah. uh, what's happened and good and bad. They call it the good, the bad, and the ugly. There we go. Um, and just see where... Uh, where we're at, where, where I'm, where I'm going. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Let's uh, let's hear the good. All right. Start with the good. Always start with the positive, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So a lot of good things have have come out of this experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be hard for me to talk just about the good of the fitness aspect of it because so much of that came from the podcast too. That there's mm-hmm. a lot of good that came out of just doing the podcast too. Absolutely. But in terms of just fitness and 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 getting started right so i got started right that's the first good that's the best good and and i don't i don't mean to imply that i was like sitting on the couch lazy before right i was just not taking an active role i would go to the box the, our, your crossfit gym crossfit right. pacific coast now gravitas fitness yep and um go to class two maybe three times a week and i would try and eat well but i wasn't making a concerted effort to combine those two things into real cognizant thought at the forefront of my mind right mm-hmm. i was just kind of drifting through life and and as you if you listen to the first episodes too we start a lot of this when i'm on night shift yeah and i'm kind of in that haze right. of not knowing what to do so i just went back to night shift and i i feel a lot more confident about what i'm capable of yeah which is funny because after t- i mean i've already been, i'm in here 10 years right 10 years in the job and just now being like trying to wrap my head around, or being able to wrap my head around how to be successful at these night shifts right so, well, 10 years without as much conscious thought, you know, this was the yeah. year you put all your emphasis into it, which is important to pass on. Yeah, that's that right. You can slide and drift through for, you could have gone your entire career, mm-hmm. but the year you said, Hey, this has to stop. I need to reach out for help. I need to make a concerted effort. Everything changed. And to be fair, some of that is, it's not my fault necessarily. It's that, you know, like, so start, I started and, uh, you know, about 10 years ago, mm-hmm. And shortly after that, got married. Mm-hmm. That will take some attention. Mm-hmm. And then very, sh- not very shortly, don't want to give anyone the wrong impression. <laughs> A respectable time later. To my, to my later. father-in-law, don't worry. <laughs> the math checks out. It wasn't that soon. Uh, <laughs> um, but shortly after that, we had our daughter. Mm-hmm. And that, of course, for anyone who has kids will know that that just sucks uh the time away and the conscious effort that it takes sometimes to to do those things um then we had our then we had our son and mm-hmm. and they just at the beginning of this year were probably at the point where they're self-sufficient enough where i don't have to worry about them killing themselves jumping off the counters anymore right, right. or sticking their hand in a electrical socket right and that's uh, people might understand the disconnect there that i'm not saying that i uh that you 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 do you do expend a significant amount of your conscious and cognitive effort just focusing on your kids right right? and when you are in that mode all the time uh focusing on your fitness and thinking it through is not is just something a lot of us don't have the ability to do right some people do right uh and that's fantastic good for them that's the whole point of this is for me to learn how they do that Right. right so um so i'm getting ahead of myself though so uh, the good, the good. Yeah. yeah. So I've learned a lot and I've learned how to make that, that conscious effort to move forward. And okay. I've learned how to, um, plan in different ways. Right. Okay. So planning out planning has become 
the most important thing I can do in the uh, week. Yes, it. All right. More so than uh, planning more than the gym, more right. than meal prep, more than any of those things, because those all encompass planning anyway. Right. So if I can plan out my week, right, uh, and I give myself just a couple of things I need to accomplish every day, right, towards my bigger goals, then right. then I do a lot better. And I hope people just rewound that and listen to that again. Yeah. Planning. Planning. And it is literally, for me, literally is sitting down with a pen and a notebook and mm-hmm. my calendar mm-hmm. and timing out my days. Yep. My days sometimes down to the hour mm-hmm. and other days, what needs to accomp- what needs to be accomplished and when. Mm-hmm. And that alleviates a lot of the pressure. Of course. And also a lot of the uh, anxiety of feeling like you don't know what you need to get done. Right. The you're spinning. Mu- you're right. It's the spinning, right? right. It's, like, it's like the, uh, the written version of kind of meditation where, right. where meditation gives you a pause and some calm. Yeah. I found that scheduling and writing out my plan does that for me. Um, the other good stuff, uh, I've gotten really strong this year. Hell yeah, you have. Really <laughs> yeah. And, and it's all, of course, relative. I mean, we want to be humble about that. But for no, me, strong. for me, it's, yeah. it's strong. For humans, it's strong. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, so here's a good story. Here's a good example of, of what I mean by that. So a couple of weeks ago, uh, I, I posted a photo on Instagram of this. Um, I've been doing this thing where on days that I release an episode, I mm-hmm. go for a PR on something. Excellent. And this one particular day I went for a PR on the back squat. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was alone and I didn't have, it was no belt. No, so I'm not making excuses, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. I was alone, didn't have my belt and I got a, a solid 345. Right. Went up pretty easily. That's awesome. It's 345 pounds. 345 pounds. Yeah. Which. That's a lot. Thank you. No, it's, I don't feel like it is, but I, it's but, 345 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, I'm, I'm taking that power lifters attitude of you got to have weight to move weight. And yeah. You got a lot of weight. So <laughs> it's 345 okay. pounds. Well, I'll take the compliment yeah. and just move on. So, um, I, I got it and I feel like I could have gotten more. I just didn't, uh, again, didn't have a squatter or a spotter and, uh, you know, didn't want to push it pretty happy with that and i went into my phone where i keep all my list of prs and mm-hmm. stuff and i didn't have one for a back squat and it took me a second but i realized the reason i don't ha- i didn't have a pr for my back squat in there is because i never did a pr for my back mm-hmm. because as we've talked about in i don't know which episode but i threw my back out right. earlier this year i think in may yeah getting out of a in and out of a patrol car I just wrenched right and for the last 10 years like any cop knows i've had back problems and back spasms and back pain like you wouldn't believe right and for me to completely unconsciously go for a back squat without, or go, to go for a back squat very intentionally, but without having to think about my back to the point where it never occurred to me that my back might be an issue doing this. Right. And I, I hit that number without any problems, without, yeah. you know, yeah. my back. It never occurred to me until I was checking for my PR that I was afraid of those things in the past because of that. Right. So that's a huge accomplishment. Huge. If, if there's any, again, any cop knows the back problems that we have. If yeah. there's any success, if that's the one success I had this year, yeah. was that I wasn't afraid of my back, that's a successful year for me. That's fabulous. Right? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So that's a great one. Mm-hmm. And as you commented when you when you came in just a minute ago, I look different. Oh, yeah. Um, my wife's commented on it. Yeah. I've got much bigger shoulders. And arms. And arms. Yeah, which for a guy, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. They don't compete with yours. The the, the shirt's tight, I noticed you're wearing a short sleeve shirt, and it's, uh, you know. You know. (laughs) You got to show them off. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't grow them for nothing. You (laughs) (laughs) got to show your product. Nobody buys the product if it's back in the warehouse. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) You're actually embarrassed right here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Um, but yes, you look significantly different. Yeah. So, uh, I was thinking as we were about to record this, like, yeah, but I haven't lost a lot of weight. Right. But, um, it's, you know, it's shifted. I think you're right. Yeah. Cause obviously muscle weighs <clears throat> something. It weighs more than what's it like? It takes up the same more amount space. of muscle takes up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, fat takes up more, space. fat takes up more space. Right. So, um, it's definitely shifted. Right. So that, okay, I, you know, I got to give myself that leeway. Absolutely. I don't know. I'm probably good for, I don't know what you would think, but I'm guessing like 10 to 15 pounds of, of muscle, muscle gain. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 I'd say 15 pounds. So, in a net, you know, so really I'm like 200 pounds. Right. right? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. I'm a lean 200. A lean. <laughs> I still have a lot of work to do on, uh, on losing my, uh, my belly right. and all that sort of stuff. But, um, you know, in time mm-hmm. and recently started doing a lot more intensive cardio. Right. And so here's, <clears throat> so, okay. So we'll stick with the good stuff. That's yeah. Um, so yeah, stronger, uh, better defined right. muscle gain. Right. Um, no back problems for right. the last probably six, seven months. Fabulous. Right. Um, all wins. Now on top of that too, I've had the ability to, um, Dial in my sleep. Okay. Kirk Parsley certainly helped with that. Next to him. To me, this isn't for everybody, but to me, I've noticed that taking magnesium citrate, citrate? Magnesium. Mm -hmm. I'll post the link. There's a certain kind of magnesium that's got a higher, it's a higher quality and it's absorbed easier. That's why. So there's different kinds of magnesium, but I use like the pure pharma. Okay. Magnesium. And that's the great company. Yeah. That's the kind that um, is usually recommended for what, not pure pharma, but I mean the kind that they use in their, Magnesium supplement is the mm-hmm. kind that's usually recommended for uh, the highest uh, absorption by the body. So anyway, magnesium and vitamin D. Okay. And then now I just added 5-HTP mm-hmm. to a little dosage. And you got to play with it a little bit. But um, again, on, on Kirk Parsley's recommendation, and uh, I, that I, knocks me out. Beautiful. Yeah. So especially when I struggle during night shifts to sleep, that really helps a lot. Okay. Something I learned from uh, Freddie Camacho and then his nutrition company, RP Strength, um, and the head of RP Strength will be a guest on a future episode, um, is a protein shake before bed, too. Because hmm. I struggle with uh, sleep, staying asleep if I'm hungry. Right, right, right. So doing a nice, bulky, healthy protein shake before bed with casein protein, which uh, digests slower. Slower, yeah. And adding in um, some good fat, like mm-hmm. almond butter, and then um, typically like a banana, and that helps a lot. Excellent. Versus I used to eat like some two eggs okay. and maybe like I'd eat like a kind of a paleo-ish breakfast before I went to sleep, but I would right. wake up super hungry after yeah. four hours. Right. And it's so hard for me to get back to sleep. So if you're struggling on night shift to sleep, I would highly recommend, you know, looking into magnesium and vitamin D supplementation because uh, we lack those things, especially when we're on night shift, especially vitamin D. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, playing with the idea of a, like that kind of a bulky protein shake before bed. And I've found that to be really good too. Cool. And then, um, <clears throat> I, you know, 
I we interview, I interviewed Dr. Steve Pilates, you know him, mm-hmm. uh, recently on one of the episodes, and he uh, was great and pointed out some of the, the deficiencies that CrossFit might have for specifically to law enforcement, such okay. as the transverse right. movement back and forth. So rotational, rotational stuff, yep. right? So like, think if for people listening, thinking, you know, swiveling left to right, right? You know, standing upright and moving left to right. right. Uh, um, so I've been able to add some of that stuff into my workouts okay. to strengthen that, and I've noticed that to help as well. So a lot of good stuff. Cool. Can you talk real quick just about how the you know PRs are fabulous outside of your job, but how has the muscle gain, the strength gain, affected how you are as an officer? Hmm. Even if it's you know removed a little bit, that you're more confident, you stand up more straight. Let's hear it. I've never thought of, I've never thought of that. Okay, because to me the issue that I still need to tackle of the weight loss. Okay. The, the bad weight. Okay. Uh, still is, is supersedes all that. Okay. So I, maybe here's a good answer. When I look in the mirror, like when I'm not in uniform, but when I look in the mirror, in like a t-shirt and I see, I think I told you this a couple weeks ago, I see the outline of a guy who's got a, who's, who's intimidating and got a very, um, strong looking body. Right. right? Uh, especially in my, the traps and the arms and that right. sort of stuff, right? Right. Um, but it's going to take leaning out without losing that to really give some definition to it. And I think that is when I will feel like more confident okay. in that command presence way Okay. Um, um, at work. Okay. Now, maybe, maybe an indirect way to answer your question too is maybe more of the, not physical stuff, but more of the meditation or mindfulness Okay. or the calm. Uh-huh. Those things are also things we've tackled this last year, right? You introduced me to meditation, right. and though still far from perfect at it, I enjoy it. There's no such thing as perfect at it, so you're right, great. yeah, which yeah. we will also address. Yeah, um, but uh, but I guess I mean perfect and perfect in my implementation of it, okay. like daily. You know, like okay. that doesn't happen, right? It just doesn't. It, That's okay. But doing it even sporadically is still to me better, okay, than uh, than not. And so I think in that way, it's given me a sense of calm and um good some um some perspective okay and some of those things um yeah it's, okay. it's, it's helped in that way and let me just challenge you real quick on the perception versus the perception of yourself versus the perception out to the world mm-hmm. because we all have a personal bias we all have that thing that you know when my hair grows back i'm going to have better command presence when my belly goes down even though your shoulders are fucking huge right now <laughs> that you may look in the mirror and say, okay, until I have my own personal issue figured out, I won't be all that I can be. Right. But to the outside world, just looking at you from the chest up, uh, it's there. Mm-hmm. And, there and it has to be there. In my opinion, when you're out walking around or someone goes, Oh wow, his shoulders are fucking huge. This is a guy I don't want to tangle with. Mm-hmm. This is, this is a, someone who, who works out and lifts. So you may have your own bias and your listeners may have their own bias, but the work you've put in, I say resonates out into the world, period. Yeah. So even if you, it's hard to give ourselves credit for it. And again, we're probably all going to hold ourselves to that one standard, but uh, you don't have to. So I'll just challenge you on the fact that you don't have better command presence or you're not filling up a room just because you don't look the way you want to look. Yeah. Yeah. I just may not notice it too. Yeah. It's there. I'll tell you. (laughs) 
So, so my dad, my parents came out to visit uh, over Christmas, uh-huh. and my dad did a, did a ride along with me on Christmas night, oh, which cool. you would think would be a quiet, quiet night, yeah. but no, it was it was chaos. Like as they were parking their rental car, and he was on his way over to to get me, we were beanbagging out some dude's window who was barricaded in his room with a gun. <laughs> On Christmas night. Oh, Merry Christmas, Dad. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm blowing out this guy's window. Oh, fabulous. <laughs> it worked. Scared yeah. him and got him out of the room. Um, anyway, uh, my dad does a ride-along, right? Uh-huh. And he, and he, <laughs> so we go, uh, after this, we go to a domestic. I just happen to be around the corner. So I walk. I'm first there, and I, I'm walking up to the house. And mm-hmm. It's dark. It's like 1 in the morning or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we resolve it, whatever. We find the guy, and he ends up getting arrested for restraining order violation all that. And Later on, my dad uh, is talking with my mom, mm-hmm. and he's retelling the story to her of this, of this you know scary to him event that he sees me yeah. get out of the car. It's pitch black. I'm walking up on a house where yeah. supposedly this guy was beating up his girlfriend, and he's like, you know, I watched you walking, and you walk really differently. Huh? Yeah. He's like, you walk, and he tried to imitate it, and so he's watching me walk, and he's yeah. explaining this whole thing, and uh, describing to my mom how I walked and. How he was he was assuming it was some sort of either role I was playing, uh-huh. some sort of a confidence thing, yeah, or uh, that I was really kind of broken and battered because of the weight of the belt that I was carrying and all that. Oh wow! And I was like, actually, Dad, honestly, it was leg day yesterday, and I'm destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I can't I can't step up on a curb without cringing. <laughs> Good. Yeah. That makes me happy, actually. Yeah. yeah, as, my, yeah. as the guy who does my programming. <laughs> That's perfect. I'm like, oh, yeah, one of those every time you move. Like, ouch, 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 I hope ouch, ouch, to chase ouch. anybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 365 is hard earned, man. Or yeah. 345. Hard earned. That cracked me up, though. Uh, so good. That's a lot of positive stuff. A lot of positive stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and all of that came from that willingness to start. If we can yeah. reemphasize or reemphasize that that I think time goes by really fast for people mm-hmm. and next week I'll start next year. I'll start next month. I'll start ends up being a lifetime Yeah. as opposed to, I don't give a shit what's happening in my life. I have to start today Yeah. with something. And here's what I, here's a, here's the biggest, actually, you know what? I've, I've learned a couple of big things, so I can't say mm-hmm. it's the biggest because every one of them is going to be the biggest. If I just keep saying that, but if, 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 if someone asked me what's the one thing they can do to get started, mm-hmm. I would say find a coach. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Everybody needs one. And that doesn't necessarily have to be a physical coach. Right. It could be a life. I hate the word life coach as you do, but for lack of a better term, life coach, a mentor, somebody like that, because if they're good, they're going to encompass this physical stuff into your bigger plan. Right. But it's so important to, uh, to have that. Right. And, and it's not just like, Oh, I I think it's different than, you know, I'm a member of a CrossFit gym, Mm -hmm. yours. Um, and it's different than going in and having the coach for the class and, you know, you get along with the trainers and that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. but having someone who really understands your issues mm-hmm. and, uh, understands what your specific goals are. Mm-hmm. Cause the great thing about CrossFit is you can go into a class and you don't have to think about what you're doing that day, right? You mm-hmm. don't have to plan out your your back and buys or mm-hmm. your chest or what your leg day is or that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Someone does it for you. And that mm-hmm. takes a big part of the intimidation factor down, I think, for people who want to get started but don't know where to start. Right. Am I going to do it right? Right. Nope, now you're just doing it. Now you're just doing it. 
But there is an opportunity there, which is what we have here, mm-hmm. and which is what you guys at, at Gravitas Fitness do is personal coaching mm-hmm. and taking that with you. So that is that to me has been a huge lesson as well. Good. And has also spurred me to look for coaches in other areas yeah. of my life. Fastest way from A to B is good coaching. Yeah. No matter what it is. Yeah. And I've been lucky that because of this, um, been introduced to some people who have turned into those kinds of coaches okay. and I, you could say coach mentor or whatever. Right. Right. Same thing. Same thing. But, uh, that's been another big lesson too, is everybody needs a coach and your coaches sh- have coaches too. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's not a, um, a, a slag on them at all because no. good people associate with good people and want right. to learn from good people. Yeah. I have multiple coaches still. Yeah. To this day. Yeah. See, I think that's that's an important thing for people to learn because we're all looking for that one guru that knows everything and there's no such thing. Right. doesn't exist. No. We all have different people in our lives that help us in different ways. In fact, Clint Bruce, uh, who was on the last episode, talked that, you know, he's got a mentor. He's got different mentors for every specific part of his life. Mm -hmm. And he only, even though that mentor has a wide range of knowledge about other topics, he only talks to them about that one thing because he Mm -hmm. doesn't want to abuse their time right i think it's a great idea yeah you know i abuse your time by dragging you over here to your podcast and... <laughs> i'm living the dream over here man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh that's there's a lot of good stuff okay um and good for you acknowledge yeah. that that's great that's a lot of hard work yeah a lot of being out of your comfort zone a lot of vulnerability to step into that that space so yeah this, this year's been a lot of comfort zone yeah a lot yeah. of the comfort zone i mean between trying new stuff but then of course talking about Sharing it here it. Yeah. Sharing it. But the uh, reception and response has been fantastic. And yeah. that alone is enough to, uh, to keep going and sharing, sharing the stories. Amen. So the bad. Okay. And like I said, that was probably the, the only, the only bad thing was that I just wish I was leaner. Okay. And it's, it's, uh, and yes, I, I, I'm not looking, I'm not looking at the scale as, as my determination there. Okay. Right. Cause I understand that I want to be muscular, but that's going to cost me on the scale, so to speak. Um, but yeah, I just definitely still want to, you know, get down another pant size or two. Okay. Back into my large t-shirts and my large short, you know, and that's Um, fair. Yeah. And, 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 but you have a lot of stuff working against that too, with night shifts, with cortisol, with, with, yeah, we're inherent in your job. Yeah. And here's a funny thing I learned too. And when I was, when I was reflecting on what to do better, Mm -hmm. because that's a good thing is always reflect on kind of, Cops are good at debriefing and figuring out what to do better next time. So right. I do that a lot. And I realize that um, with your programming, the the straight cardio or Metcon uh-huh. thing would be at the would be the last thing I would do right. on your workouts. Right. And as a guy who's always crammed for time and is often squeezing in my workouts from six AM to seven AM uh-huh. after night shift. Right. And I like I gotta get home at six. Right. That uh, I would often cut that part out of my workout. Oh. I didn't know Moment that. Moment of honesty here. Uh, huh. Huh. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine that. You don't do oh, cardio wow. and you stay <laughs> the same way, huh? Huh. It's fascinating how this all comes together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So that's on me. I'm, I'm saying, I'm being completely honest. That's straight up on me. Um, and I've, you know, tried to introduce that back. But yeah. that, the bad, that's probably the only thing. Okay. And even then, I, I preface it with trying to give myself some slack on that. Yeah. Not, not excuse it. Right. But understand that not everything's going to happen all at once. It will not. You yourself said it better is better. Right. Right. One day stronger. Right. And just moving forward. And I'm definitely moving forward. And you are. Yeah. And I'm looking forward actually, uh, next week, uh, 
when Andy, when I met Andy Petronic, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, he's got a whole life challenge coming up. So I, Good. my wife recently wanted to refocus her nutrition and, and her kind of overall health plan as well. So I was like, Hey, let's do this together. Good. So she won't set foot in a CrossFit gym with me. She's right. just intimidated by that and has no interest in like that kind of a workout. That's okay. Uh, so, but we're doing this together and I think it'll be great for us to kind of get our diets in line. Excellent. Excuse me for the burp. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and hopefully be able to move forward with, you know, kind of with the same kind of food. Right. We tend to eat a little differently. So okay. sometimes that's disjointed and, you know, makes, makes her meals harder because I'm cooking something different or vice versa. So. Good for you so guys. That's good. So yeah, it's really helpful when your partner's on board. Yeah, we're gonna do that together, and I think that'll also naturally cause a kickstart. Yeah, you know, just like kicking off. I'm pretty good about sugar, but it could be better. But you know, kicking off stuff with like the the fat and the, all the, the holiday beers and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's good. Right it's on. Moving forward. Right on. And then uh, we call it the good, the bad, and the ugly. But <laughs> there's frankly, there's really no ugly. Good. Um, it's all been it's all been a learning experience, one way or another. Yeah, there doesn't have to be ugly. You can just look at, even if there was something that went awry, it's just a lesson. Yeah. You're just learning from it. Yeah. You know, it's now you know not to do X, right? Yeah. I guess the one ugly is I'm back on night shift. Uh, So you're going to have, people are going to listen to me complain about that for the next couple episodes as we (laughs) grind through that. I'm two weeks in and I already have that. Here's an interesting one about this night shift. Even though I'm sleeping better, uh, I'm two, two weeks into it, three weeks into it now. And I'm I'm right into that cognitive bank deficit where mm. having a hard time putting sentences together. My wife will talk to me, and I have a more blank face than normal. <laughs> and Just fall asleep on her. Don't yeah. She'll yeah. like ask a question. I don't realize yeah she, she's asking a yeah. question. Like yeah, just totally like kind of a zombie mode. Yeah. Um, today is my first full normal day off. Okay. For the week, we had a long week this week. People listening, we have. Uh, I work a weird schedule. It's four days on, then three days off, then three days on, then four days off. So we did our four day night shift okay. stint. Got up early yesterday so I could kind of readjust to my schedule. Yeah. Um, and today, it's always the first full day off that I'm at my most kind of uh, sucky. You know, we're both sucking on cups of coffee right now. Oh, yeah. I'm on my third mm. just to kind of get through the jet shake lag. it off. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's relatedly here, actually, here's something else interesting. Scott McGee, uh, episode 16, um, swears up and down by the on it stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the host of the Wadcast mm-hmm. podcast too. And he uses this, their alpha brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he, and I, it was like, I texted him once. I'm like, dude, are you like, I know you the sponsor of the show. So you got to rep them and, you know, right. preach it. And he's like, no, I swear. Like I take it daily. I notice it. It's huge. Try it. So huh. I, so I try it. And I don't take it every day, but I do take it on days when I'm doing writing or we're doing something where I need to put two sentences together and not sound like an ape. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it actually it actually works. Nice. And it's not necessarily that it's on its brand, but nootropics in general are something I'm now starting to kind of dabble in and play with. Excellent. L-theanine. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've ever tried this, but I've, tr- I've noticed, again, this is just for me. I'm not giving a <laughs> medical recommendation uh-huh. here. But if I get over-caffeinated or if I'm a little jittery and yeah. I take L-theanine, it mellows you out. Oh, uh, right on. It's kind of cool. Right it on. actually kickstarts your serotonin. In a healthy way. Cool. Um, I want to get a nootropic guy on sometime to talk. Oh, yeah. And just kind of talk about those kinds of things that people can do and explore without without testing positive for HGH. <laughs> <laughs> we got to be sensitive to that. Yeah. My population. So, uh, 
so yeah, it's been it's been a good year all around. The, the podcast has also brought about a lot of uh, opportunities to meet just awesome people. Yeah, and that uh, again, it was a it was a it was a lesson I knew, but it was a lesson I need to be reminded of okay. that. You are there's you know there's that saying you are the average of the five people you surround yourself with right, right. or you're the you are the company you keep is another right, way to say right, it right. and not to uh, ingratiate myself into this tribe or this group of people at all but just dabbling into or just getting a peek into their lives and getting an association and for some of them getting in uh, a friendship and relationship out mm-hmm. has definitely elevated my own uh, my own game game yeah. yeah. And both uh, professionally and with these side-ish projects that we're working on and and stuff like that. And that's yeah. been a lot of fun. And having those people as a frame of reference now right. is, is fantastic, right? Yeah. I mean, to the, the episode with Clint Bruce was so uh, phenomenal and moving to me to get to talk to him mm-hmm. uh, because I saw him speak and was really hit by that and then did a follow-up call with him where he was like even cooler and had more to, to offer. And then he did the podcast episode, which was even more than that. Um, and it was like hearing someone, it was like hearing the why it was, what did I say, hearing someone who's much wiser than you articulate how you feel. Oh, wow. Right. Or, or tap in, <laughs> tap into things that you know to be truths. Mm-hmm. So that was awesome. That's great. Yeah. Um, and learning from these, uh, these amazing people and seeing how humble they are too. Yeah. And how, uh, how uh, like a guy like Freddie Camacho, who um, is just killing it in life, right? right? I mean, in, in all in yeah. all parameters, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you create a little grid, right? You know, you whiteboard out a little grid of all the ways that you could possibly kill it in life, yeah. Whether it's you know success at work, he just got promoted, yeah. He's on the he's a SWAT sniper, yeah. Uh, if it's athletic, okay, games athlete yeah. at fifty years old, yeah. Um, relationship, he's married to China Cho, yeah. the fittest American woman of the games, you know. Uh, you talk to him and he just can't, even he can't stop like giggling and laughing about how <laughs> awesome his life is. That's success. Yeah. That's success, yeah, right? Is, like when, he, when he's all like, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Me. I know. Like, <laughs> he's that, like, that's awesome. It's all, it's such a great attitude to have. I hope I'm 50 years old and as, as, uh, as, as just kind of fun loving and, and great dumbstruck fun. by your, yeah. By your gifts as he is. Yeah. Yeah, he's fantastic. Um, I think you will be. I think so. I know so. you will be. Yeah. Well, and and Scott uh, McGee, again, another great guy who we had on the show who helped realign or ha- helped remind me of the positivity that I do have. Right. You know? I mean, I started this started this show, this podcast, um, at, a, at a low point. Yeah. And that was the whole point of it was that right. I was starting at a low point and I needed to get better and I knew other people needed to get better too, so let's do it together. Right. Um. And talking to Scott was was like a light switch. Like, hey, I'm. I used to be like that too. Or I, I I am that guy, but I've just right. been a little muted right. recently. But there's no reason I can't. Okay. And I can't. There's no reason I can't be. When I say that, I mean I can't. There's no reason I shouldn't be as positive, and as optimistic, and as open, uh, and as just kind of loving life as as he is. Because that is who I am. I just somehow muted that version of me over the last couple right. years right, right, right. through bad sleep through bad nutrition through chasing a couple kids around yeah it's boiling you know? the frog you know yeah you just don't even realize yeah, that's exactly happening. right that's yeah. the great that's the best analogy you know is that um you just don't notice it um but luckily 
this has been a great experience to kind of shake me out of it. And I hope and I think that having these conversations public like this is shaking other people out of that too. I, I know that for a fact this. because yeah. I, 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 I get you. awesome emails from people who say that um, this is affecting them in a positive way, Amen. right? What's it, you know, another great thing that has happened this year is I'm getting emails from people who have never heard of our guests. Uh-huh. And that's kind of the point is to introduce them to people that can bring something of value to them that they haven't heard before. Right. But they're, they're, they're digging into these people once they listen to the episode. And I'm getting emails from them saying that they're, they're now, these people are now mentors to them. Oh, beautiful. And it's not necessarily a mentor. Like they doesn't mean like they're on the phone with them and going to see them. Just the fact that they're putting content out there, not just on this show, but in other ways. Yeah. Um, people like Greg Amundsen, right. Uh, Kirk Parsley, uh, Clint Bruce, um, those kinds of people, Freddie Camacho, right. that these people are mentoring them, even though they don't know it. And I always send yeah. the guest an email after that saying like, hey, just a heads up. Right. This is cool. This is really this cool. This is really cool. Mikal Vega, the guy we had on from Vital Warrior, mm-hmm. a couple weeks after his episode aired, I was out with a Iraq veteran who, dude, this guy was huge. Yeah. Like, yeah, huge. Like, <laughs> I have a guy in my squad who is a, a, a NCAA Division One wrestling and uh, uh, his division champ wow right so top which is a massive accomplishment in the heavyweight division yeah massive accomplishment yeah so he uh and and i don't want to give away uh too much about him specifically Mm -hmm. but he used to be best buddies with someone very very popular in the mma Uh like so this guy knows how to fight and how to wrestle right Uh and he's gigantic yeah and this guy is like him but just pure muscle (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this this Iraq vet uh-huh. that we were dealing with, who was tweaked out of his mind, oh wow, because he's been self medicating with methamphetamine uh, for years and years now, because he's got TBI and PTSD, right? And um, this he's a scary dude yeah. when he's when he's like this, yeah. and then he'll crash, and you'll get the scared former Force Recon Marine out of him right. who doesn't know where to turn, right? Right, and. It was awesome that I was able to sit with him and talk with him once he had once we had got him calm and mellow and out of that headspace of paranoia, right? And talk to him about Vital Warrior, right? Like, hey, dude, you need to go check this out. Like, you got a you got a you got a uh, not a phone. You got well, you got a phone, but I mean, you have internet inside. You have a computer. Right. Go to vitalwarrior.org and check this out. It's a guy just like you who was a SEAL who had walked around with a broken neck for five years, mm-hmm. who's got TBI and PTSD, and he took control of his own life. Right. He got himself off the meds. Right. And. I have no idea if this guy's going to be successful or not at it, but the fact that there's a guy out there trying to do these things for other vets right. is awesome. And then I shot McCall an email right after that. Like, hey dude, I did, you know, just a heads up. Right. This stuff is really, really powerful to people. Yeah. And it connected with this guy when, when I told him like someone before you has been has, right where you is are. right where you are yeah. and walked that path and got through it. And that is so powerful. And go to, and go here and learn about it right. and learn about his journey. And it's your journey. Yeah, You probably saved the guy's life. Truly, doubt it. But I truly, hope. I hope. Uh, I, I truly, yeah. It, it's that little. It's all of these unintended consequences that you'll you may learn years later. That the one conversation that you have it comes back to you in an email three years later. That happens. Hey, yeah. now I have a family. Now I'm not on. Yeah, it's going to happen to me. Not I've gotten one or two of those, but my partners do get them every once in a while from someone like years later. Right. You know, it's amazing when you, when that happens. Yeah, that's a gift. And now you've got so much more, so many more tools and resources to pass on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been, uh, it's been fantastic. So, excuse me. Gosh. 
That's okay. Night shifts. Just blame it all on night shifts. It's on night shift. Yeah. And we're out of the professional recording studio. We are. This is probably the it's amateur. A laid back. The way this is going, it's the amateur recording studio. <laughs> Slash kitchen. And of course, today it was uh, we're replacing our fence. or We couldn't change that. And so people might hear us uh, a hacksaw or a chainsaw or yeah, you know, something in the background. Keeping it real. It's organic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, some other, so, so 2016, here yeah, we are. Let's hear it. Um, we, uh, got some work to do. Mm-hmm. Good work. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I'm, I'm excited. I think that, uh, the new, the whole life challenge that we're going to do is going to be a nice nutrition jump start. Good. Well, here's something else I like. I want to back up going into 2016 meal prep's always been a challenge, right? Right. And, uh, I'm I'm playing with um, the pre-made meals. Okay. Like I don't mean like lean cuisine, but like right. a meal delivery service that sends them to you frozen and dry ice. Right. And that's been working really well. Good. So between the nutritional go bags right. we made up before, which yeah, I yeah. did again for this night shift. Right. For people listening, nutritional go bag is that kind of we all have a go bag for the active shooter or whatever, but it's for your nutrition, which is. In mine is a protein shake that doesn't have to be refrigerated. Right. Beef jerky, a bag of nuts. Right. Sometimes a protein bar. Yeah. Um, and I try to bring a piece of fruit to add to that. Right on. And it's always in the car. That way, if I get caught off on something and I can't get back to the station or everything closes, right. I have something that I don't have to run to Taco Bell for. Excellent. I've been uh, I've been getting really, really loving RX bars. If you if you yeah, those are good. Company. Yeah. Not affiliated in any way, but I love the fact that on their front cover. All they have for marketing is the four or five ingredients. Yeah. That's it. God yeah. bless you guys for just being honest about what's in your product. Yeah, right. Imagine yeah. that. So those and then these pre-made meals, which are expensive, no doubt. Mm-hmm. But um, I found that to me, it's justified between the time it takes to go shop, cook, prep, clean, mm-hmm. and then the wasted food that I just don't eat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It's been worth it to Good. have... Not every meal, but have just on the days that I work, mm-hmm. have that as my th- 2 a.m. Usually I have like a midnight and a 4 a.m. meal. Okay. 5 a.m. meal, something like that. Yeah. Um, having those available to make a quick, good decision mm. has been huge. Good for you. Yeah, so that's helping a lot. Good. So It's an investment. It's exactly right. Yeah. I'm investing I'm investing in not getting fat. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> or, beautiful. Or not having heart disease. Right. You know. Which is going to cost you more than, yes. than you want. Yes. Yeah. And the family. So another big lesson was that um, I have more time than I think. Mm. I don't have to crash drop 30 pounds in the first 30 days. Yes. And. Because we're looking out at what point now? Like how long has it been of you? A full year. Almost a full year. Yeah. Probably like 10. Well, yeah. 10 months of concerted effort once we started the programming and everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So 10 months and we just talked about all the good stuff and all that. And here's another thing that I learned. This is just, this was worked for me. I've tried various variations on the goals uh-huh. over the last year. And, uh, even as recently as was it October set out a goal to lose 30 pounds in 90 days. Right. Didn't do it. Right. To me, I have found much better success when I set my goals as behavior based rather mm-hmm. than results based. Absolutely. So, 30 pounds in 90 days is a big chunk to take off. Right. It's a, it's also a big number and it's not exactly, it's, it doesn't give you a place where to start, right. To know where to start 
versus a behavior-based goal. And what I mean by that is something like get to the gym four times a week. Yeah. Right. Which becomes a habit. Right. And if I, and I set it at four because some, as I described my work shift earlier, four days, some weeks is easy for me. Right. Every other week, it's a little tough to get in four. Right. So it makes me push a little bit. makes me have to adapt a little bit, that sort of stuff. Sometimes I don't make that fourth, but it's my goal. Right. And if I can make it my goal to be there four times a week, that's solid. And if I can make it to, you know, make those goals to be, you know, eat, eat clean, quote unquote, uh, you know, tw- uh, what is it? Uh, 17 of my meals a week mm-hmm. that helps set a goal, right? Right. Which behavior based. Yeah. And those two behavior based goals trickle out. Mm-hmm. They change other things. We can throw your ass in a sauna and starve you for, for two months and you're going to lose weight yeah. and learn nothing. Yeah. And it won't translate out anywhere else. Yeah. But you feel better when you work out, you feel better when you, when you eat well, your self esteem goes up. Yeah. There's unintended consequences, which are positive, not just, I'm going to lose weight. Yeah. Which is what every, if you look at the American diet system, it's crash and burn. Yeah. Yeah. I hit my number. Now, two weeks later, I'm back at plus. Right. Because there was no behavioral change. Yeah, that's which right. Which takes work. That's, and that's exactly right. So behavior, if you're having, a, if you're struggling with goals and you're thinking, if you're, and you're setting your goals as, you know, I'm going to do X by Y date. Right. Try flipping it on its head and thinking, well, no, I just want. I just, I'm just going to try and accomplish this amount in this amount of time. Yeah, if you think I'm going to do X by Y date, then back up. You know, what are the behavior changes that I need to have in order to reach yeah. X by Y date? Now let's turn the goal into I just want to adopt those behavior changes yeah. and let time go. Because even if you if you do the standard, I'm going to lose 30 pounds in 90 days, and then you backtrack and you, okay, I need to, I need to go to the gym five days a week, and right. I need to do this, and I need to do that. Right. Say you do all those things. You go to the gym five days a week, you do cardio three days a week, right. you eat clean every meal, but you still don't hit your 90, your 30 pounds in those 90 days. Right. You're going to feel like a failure. Right. Because exactly. you didn't hit your goal. Right. But you accomplished all this other awesome stuff in between. Yeah. So I find a sense of immediate satisfaction if I know that that week I hit my goal of four times a week. And that's especially important this time of year. Yeah. I just got an email from a, from a guy talking about his new six-week program. I'm working out five days a week. I'm not drinking at all. And he's a heavy drinker. I'm eating clean. I'm meditating every day, blah, blah, blah. And I wrote him back, what happens at the end of six weeks? Because I know the pattern. Mm -hmm. I I lived it. I've watched it. I've coached people through it. It's I'm going to white knuckle the next six weeks and then not learn anything. And then, but wait, the year is a lot longer than six weeks. Mm -hmm. Your life is a lot longer than six weeks. Yeah. You know, here you are 10 months in where we looked back on day one and said 10 months from now, God, that's a long time out. And I agree that goals have to have a timeline on them. It's helpful to not just say, well, I, you know, I want to get in shape or I want to get in shape in the next five years. Mm-hmm. But let's also add that time is on your side. And this is a life process yeah. for everybody. Everybody listening doesn't, shouldn't want to just get in shape by the end of the year. And then, then what? And then reassess. Yeah. It's how do I incorporate all of these aspects into a healthy being and a healthy way of living so that when I'm 70, I'm still going to the gym. I'm still running. I'm still doing tough motors. I'm still doing et cetera. I'm still eating really well. I'm still meditating. I'm still taking care of myself. Yeah. So it's not just this immediate door shut goal. And it's, it's been brought up in many other places, so I won't belabor it, but we're, we're told through our media influences and everything else that it, it can happen in six minutes, right? Six minute apps or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and, um, we don't have to, we can eat whatever we want and still lose weight on, right. you know, and, 
all those things, but uh, it's just not true. Yeah, it takes, it's just change not nothing true. and get radically different results. You know, it's like not you're possible. not gonna you're not gonna get healthy <laughs> on a ten minute a day workout. No, you're just not. No, uh, you're not gonna get uh, healthy on Nutrisystem if it doesn't implement some significant behavioral changes after the fact. Like you say, that right. that white you white knuckle it while you're through it and then right. you go back to back right. to your life. Like thank God I'm done with that. Right. Whew, I'm gonna go, you know, back to eating like crap. Right. You're twenty eight years old. Yeah. You're thirty two years old. What about the next fifty years? Yeah. And you gotta learn this stuff. And it change takes change. Mm-hmm. It sounds stupid, but you have to be willing to change for the change to be long term. And that um you know if there is an ugly to go back to last year, it's mm-hmm. it's struggling with that. Is is kind of wrestling with that idea of I want to change, but why aren't I changing? Mm. See, I would call that the good, the bad, and the beautiful, because <laughs> that's beautiful. Because that's where you do the learning. Uh-huh. That's where the real change happens. If it just happened, if we write down on paper, you're gonna blah blah blah. Here's your programming. Here's your food. Here's your here's your meditation. Mm-hmm. And two weeks later, your whole life changes and it's magical. You really haven't learned anything, but it's in that struggle. Mm-hmm. Now, what have you done from that struggle? You've reached out further. You've delved in deeper. You've asked more questions. Mm-hmm. You've tried new stuff. That in itself is a beautiful process. Like the process itself has not just lessons and gems, but uh, its own inherent beauty to it. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Suffer yeah. on, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get what you're saying, and um, part of me thinks too. I kind of shake my head that I waited till 38 years old to like start. Well, 37 was when I started to start digging into these issues. Some of them, like, you know, I just, and it's like, I don't know, there must be a movie out there somewhere. You kind of wake up one day and, and feel like you've been asleep for the last 10 years. Right. And you just kind of, you know, you're shaking off the last 10 years of sleep. Like, well, what have I been doing? Right. And not just physically, you know, I mean this, we talked a long time ago about like, the, the year of me and uh, the, mm-hmm. and trying to to get better at everything mm-hmm. and really taking a, a harder look at well everything about you you know everything about your uh, why you do what you do mm-hmm. the meaning you know what's your why your personal why that's right. one of the first projects you gave me was yeah. was was kind of articulating and defining my why right and that's the foundation yeah and it and that and it's your why is such a such a buzzword now and mm-hmm. it's so trendy to talk about your why but uh, and, and mindfulness but there's a reason for it right and um that beget a lot of introspection on well what is the why and and then really thinking about why I do the job that I do mm-hmm. and what I what and and kind of um really embracing the value I get out of it mm-hmm. you know where we are <laughs> you, this might surprise you. Cops are a bit cynical and, and <laughs> suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> Not the most outgoing people sometimes. Um, so uh, we often aren't comfortable articulating our, our why to people, even to yeah. ourselves. Huh. I don't, you know, so, but mine's a, it's a powerful why for me why I do this job. Yeah. You know, um, it, I have a story in mind. I don't want to get off track, but um, I get, I get so much value from going to work. Right. um, That is, is valuable to me. It's not the paycheck. It's the psychological salary I get when I go to work. Mm. 
What a beautiful term. Right. Oh, thank you. Oh, wow. I, I, I got that. I, that's not mine. Okay, uh, I'm going to forget it. where I got it from, but um, it's it's true that, that the psychological salary I get is far more yeah. uh, than what I get paid in my paycheck. Now, there's a lot of psychological debits yeah. in the job as well, and right. we've talked about a lot of those, but... In, in this turn, in this sense, the psychological uh, salary. Here's a, here's a story. So, massive traffic accident mm-hmm. on our highway here, head on. Mm. One car was like one wheel away from falling off the 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 the, the ridge, okay. and it was going to plummet two three hundred feet if it went. Another car, nothing left of it. Oh wow! And when I got up there, I went, "How many dead people do we have?" Right. I mean, that was honestly the thought was this isn't a question of if it's a question of how many and believe it or not, everybody survived. Amazing. Um, I know what car I'm buying next. Um, but we beat the fireman there cause slippery road. It's a very windy road. So me and uh, a medic and one of my other partners got there first. And I, so I end up holding this, this woman was in the back seat and she was injured pretty severely. Her neck was, was, hurt and so i was holding c-spine mm-hmm. on her and it's raining and cars were stopped in both directions because we had totally shut down the highway because it was just that bad it blocked the whole thing mm-hmm. and i had this snapshot of a moment where I, here i am holding this woman's uh, head and c-spine she's crying mm-hmm. her husband is freaking out naturally mm-hmm. her kids are in the car they're freaking out holy shit and this line of cars is watching us and this line of cars in the other direction is watching us. People are now out of their cars looking at what's going on. And they're even congregating. And I had this thought where I was like, I'm exactly where I need to be. Wow. Right. I'm exact. That is I'm, I'm exactly where I want to be. Yeah. Like this is where I belong. Yeah. And uh, don't worry, guys. I don't mean that, that I wanted to be a fireman in that exact moment or a paramedic. But like right. this helping this person or being the person in the arena. Right. Because that's what it felt like. Right. We were. It was like a spectator sport, and people were watching us do this thing. Right. And I was so uh, thankful that I wasn't a spectator. Yeah. That I wasn't someone who was just standing on the sidelines watching this happen. I was engaged in it. Yeah. And even though it was sad and and, and tragic, I was a participant mm-hmm. in the positive part of it. Right. The aftermath of it, which was the positive part of getting her help, getting her extricated from that car. And getting her to the hospital. Wow. And then reassuring her family that you know she's going to survive. Wow. That was such a great moment. Yeah. And it was a snapshot in my head. Uh, right, I, it's vivid to me that right there in that moment, I'm like, this is exactly where I, I'm supposed to be. Wow. Isn't that cool? That's incredible. I said I got chills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I tell that story not to to promote that specifically, but this idea of starting my year with identifying my why got me to the point where I could see myself in that moment going, this is my why. Yeah. My why, my personal why that we came that that I came up with at your request was, is to, to serve with value. Yeah. And that means to serve all of my audiences with value, whether it's this audience, my kids, my wife, my partners, most, uh, uh, and, um, and, uh, and my squad, Mm -hmm. the guys on my squad, right? I'm a sergeant. So my job is to serve them. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to be a value. You can serve without value. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be the guy that's just kind of <laughs> doesn't really add anything to it. So you want to be a value. And, uh, yeah, that was that, that was in that moment where I'm like, this is my why. Mm. And so that's been a great thing this year too, is really diving into some of those personal motivations Yeah, and then being okay with them. 
and I don't mean being okay, like accepting your faults. I mean, being okay in that they're emotional right? and that they are, uh, they could be perceived, I guess, as cheesy to the, to, if you articulate them out to most people, I don't think they're cheesy, but to us, when we say them to ourselves, we think they're cheesy. Well, I want to go out and help people. Right. Well, I want to go out and, you know, and serve and protect. Right. Um, uh, 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 Another thing that Clint Bruce really taught me that I thought was fantastic was when he, when he said, when he meets someone who says, thank you for your service, he tells them you were worth it. Oh, wow. And I love that response. And that's exactly how I feel yeah. about doing my job, but I never, I never thought of saying it that way. Right. So I say, you, you're, you know, you, oh, that's very nice. Thank you. You're welcome. Right. I want to emphasize to people that no, they're, they're worth it. This, this idea that we have, this democracy that we have, this this uh, social system we have is worth fighting for is worth protecting. Right. And to me, that's worth it. Right. It's worth going to work for, you know, it's worth, I've worked this year, uh, all Thanksgiving weekend, right. Christmas Eve, Christmas, New Year's Eve, New Year's. That's a fantastic schedule for a wife and kids to be. <laughs> right. I'm amazed uh, at the pow- the the strength of my wife is phenomenal yeah. to the fact that I still am wearing my wedding ring right. here in early dis- early January after right. all that. It's right. brutal, right? Brutal for them. Yeah. But the one thing that makes it worth it to me is that the people are worth it, and that I serve my why when I go out there, mm. and that's really powerful. If people can, if people can articulate their why and come to terms with. It sounds silly, but I, does that make sense? What I'm saying, like when I say come to terms with it, in, yeah. in like own it, own it, right? Own it. Be comfortable in the fact that you own it. Fuck you yeah. don't have to share it with anybody else, right. like I am. But have your why, and I, and I try to show that, especially to my young guys. Like think bigger picture of what what you're doing here, right. what you're accomplishing. You know, right. we get down on the district attorney's office for not filing our cases, or right. command staff for you know perceivably screwing something up or something like that but like, none of that stuff really matters to what your job is right. right and you have the ability to go out and affect people's lives in a positive way every night amen and some negatively but that's the that's the result of the job yeah you know if we're i always think that you know people tend to think of the negative response we have or the negative influence we have on people i.e taking people to jail right giving them a charge i look at it differently if someone's catching a charge because of something we did, we affected someone else in a positive manner because we were protecting them from that person. Right. Right. So I try to emphasize that a lot with people too. So that's been a good thing to happen this year too, is just owning that why. Yeah. And being, and, and now being more comfortable talking about it openly, all right. the briefings about it and discussions with people about, you know, why is it you come to, why do you come to work? Right. Is it for a paycheck? Cause I don't think it's for a paycheck. Nobody would do this for a paycheck. Right. For not for very long anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's been, that's been fun. That's huge, man. <laughs> I just learned a lot. That's huge. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fabulous. So, uh, so this next year, yeah, uh, we're going to break this into two episodes okay. and you're, uh, you'll be a, a guest on the next episode too. And we'll talk about what you're doing in 2016. Cause it's different than what I'm going to be doing in 2016. Yes, it is. It's awesome. Thank you. And I'm excited to share that with people. Um, but for me, 2016, can bring is going to bring a lot of different stuff. Yep. And, I, and I am, see, I just got chills now thinking about it. Yeah. Just thinking about what we're doing this year. Uh, this podcast is going strong and it's going to continue. Hell yeah. We got uh, awesome stuff lined up. Um, we've got um, some fun projects coming. We've got something offline, or I'm working on something offline that we're going to bring out. 
that I can't talk about much yet, so I'm going to tease it right here. Double secret for Double secret. <laughs> Uh, I'll tease it and just say I'm super excited about a, another project I'm working on that um, is going to give me a chance to connect with the listeners yep. in a much better, deeper way. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, professionally, I'm very realistically going to get transferred soon. Hmm. Uh, I don't, that's not a, it's not a definite, but the writing is kind of on the wall that shuffling, some shuffling is going to come up at work. Uh, and I'm in a weird spot where I have no idea where I'm going to get moved to. And I have an opportunity to do my dream job. Or an opportunity to do a job I never wanted. Okay. <laughs> All at the sergeant level. I okay. Mean, they, we, sh- we move sergeants every so often to help distribute experience and get you new experience elsewhere. And, yeah. Um, I, I don't want to, I don't want to say too much because just because it's my department and all mm-hmm. that, but, um, that's going to be interesting either way. Okay. Either one's going to be a challenge in different ways. Right. Both of which good because I'm going to grow Amen. professionally in a great way either way. Amen. So I'm excited about that. Uh, and hopefully both mean I'm off of night shift for a while too, but we'll see. <laughs> still hate night shift. 2016 still hate nights. <laughs> Update. Nope. Still the same. Hate nights. We'll check in with you all year. Effing sucks. <laughs> um, physical goals, physical, physical goals. Yeah. Okay. So again, I, like I, I'm gonna, um, uh, be hypocritical here and, and now go back to a, 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 a number oriented goal, but I do want to lose some weight. Okay. I want to maintain the strength I have, right? but, um, lose, uh, you know, I'll, I'll change that. I don't want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. I want to lose uh, fat. Okay. That's a much better. I am a okay with being 250 pounds. Right. If it's ripped, right? There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. So, um, and oh, you know, here's another thing. totally off topic, sure. not off topic, but, because of that, because I'm okay with losing fat, but being okay with weight, I'm okay with, I've, I've become, this is going to sound so weird. Um, I've accepted, or I'm accepting of the fact that I have a, a, a football player's physique mm-hmm. and not a cyclist's physique. Mm-hmm. And if some of the episodes I've mentioned before that I used to be an avid cyclist mm-hmm. and especially as I'm getting older, realize I'm just not built for that. Right. I can enjoy it still, right. but I'm never going to be a goat that can mountain climb and do all that, you know, climb up the windy, twisty roads and that sort of stuff. That's just not, that's just not my, um, my strength. Right. That's not how I'm built. Right. I'm built like, I'm built like an NFL tight end. Right. Right. Six, almost six, three, 250 pounds. I'm big. Yeah. I just, that's just how yeah. it is. I come from Iowa farmer stock. So, yeah. you know, we're big peoples. Yeah. Dutch. So, <laughs> why is that funny? <laughs> Just because it was random. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fun fact. Can't help myself. I'm Dutch. Fun fact. Um, so, then kind of redefining what I think of as fit. Yeah. Or, you know? or even ripped. And ripped. Yeah. And and CrossFit's done that, too. You know, kind of like right. for the... They talk about, like, the females, strong as the new, strong as the new skinny. Right. That's kind of a thing that a lot of the CrossFit girls associate with. Right. And redefining that body image, that muscle and strength is is okay on yeah. a woman. I totally agree. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> that um, you still have to sometimes like adjust your own expectations for yourself too. Yeah, you know? recalibrate. I'm not. I'm not a young, spry twenty year old. Right. Who uh, whose metabolism is still ninety miles an hour. Right. Um, but I'm, I can still adjust. There's plenty of proof that you can be 50 like Freddie is right. and be strong right. and lean. 
Um, so, and as I've learned to really enjoy some like the Olympic lifting and powerlifting stuff too, like that is much more of an interest to me than riding a bike is anymore. Mm-hmm. And as a result, I end up with shoulders and biceps right. that are, you know, that I'm like, oh, look at that. I never had those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Time to buy bigger t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, hon. Yeah. <laughs> Make a gun show joke. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, um, yeah, moving into 2016, want to, uh, lose the fat, keep that strength. Cause I, that strength has really been fantastic. That's mm-hmm. been a lot of fun mm-hmm. to be able to throw around weight that I never really, I never thought I would throw around, you know, e- even in the, even in workouts where I'm not going for PRs, right. but like I texted you. So one of the PRs that I did on one of the lessons was grace. Yeah. And um, you dropped something ridiculous, like three gotta, minutes, right? I got to look it up just to be sure that I don't get it wrong. But so I, I do grace every so often. It's actually my favorite wad. Yeah. Um, I like it for a lot of reasons. It's, it's a ch- mental challenge. Right. There's a little bit of, um, kind of technique to it mm-hmm. or strategy rather technique and strategy. Okay. And, uh, it's kind of a full body movement too. Right. You get legs back and shoulders out of it. So, so grace is 30 clean and jerks for time for people that don't know the Yes. The CrossFit workout. At 135 pounds for is RX. For men. For the men, right. So my last, the last time I did it, I tested it. I got, it was five minutes and 54 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just about six minutes. And the last time I did it, it was under four minutes, 359. I don't even feel like that's a typo in there because I feel like it was even it was about three thirty, mm-hmm. but even then, so like two minutes right. roughly off. That's huge. It's huge, and I hadn't lost any weight, right? So his strength, but your power output, my power yeah. output, right yeah, through the roof, and my uh, even though I'm still uh, I'm still sucking wind, not nearly like I was. Mm-hmm. That was massive to like again one of those where you go into your phone and look at your PRs and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> is that right yeah, yeah. it must be a typo there's no way i cut two minutes off yeah. of that in a year almost a year to the day right that's awesome and 30 reps two minutes yeah 30 that's reps huge in a five minute workout cutting two minutes yeah it's huge you think about it percentage wise that's yeah. gigantic so that's that was a, i was stoked man i was walking around like king of the world that day heck yeah i was like high-fiving strangers <laughs> and like, <laughs> went out and bought myself a new pair of tall socks just to, <laughs> my wife always teases me about the socks <laughs> No, but they protect the shins when you're yeah. like, no, they don't. <laughs> Dork. She keeps me grounded, really. It's good. You know, yeah, centered. keeps you humble. Humble, yeah. Because yeah. you want to touch the body that just dropped two minutes on Grace? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I do. Just like, get it off me. <laughs> get the body that just took t- t- two minutes off its Grace off me. Say it. Say two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, if I wasn't tethered, you know, I'd, mm-hmm. my head would be in the clouds. So a lot of good things coming this year. Definitely want to want to work on that. Want to get my my weight down a little bit. Continue with building and increasing strength. Um, I want to get my back even stronger. Good. I want to get pull ups. Okay. Let's get real for a minute and let's get let's get uh, let's get embarrassing. Yeah. I, I don't have pull ups. Not one. Not a one. Okay. And negatives for a while. Yeah. Negatives are going to be your friend. Yeah, especially those last two or three inches. You know, don't spend 45 seconds descending, but start mm-hmm. see if you can control a six second descent. Repeat that. And that's something that just takes repetition. Yeah. So every week, you know, three times a week when you're warming up, just do a couple negatives and we'll put it into the actual programming. 
Yeah, you can always so. go down. You can always descend. Mm-hmm. Right. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So build the strength that way. And as you lean out, you know, you're not built as a pull-upper. Right? Yeah. You're just it's the cycling and pull-ups kind of go together. Yeah. Except cyclists don't have any upper body strength. They don't have it zero. They have zero. zero. Um yeah, that's something I want to gain this year are are pull-ups and double unders. Ooh. I am trying my darndest on the double unders, but I have to call up Ed Aceves, our past guest who works for RX Smart Gear and mm-hmm. I need a clinic because I just can't get them practice. Yeah. That's, well, that's practice. yeah practice, but like I got to figure it out. Okay, because I'm not there's something in there I'm not putting. Can together. you single jump well? Yeah. Okay. No problem. All right. But I, uh, I you know I have a weighted rope. I have a really great rope, and it's weighted for my size mm-hmm. and height and all that sort of stuff. But I just, I end up just lashing myself. Okay. Uh, doing double unders. Okay. Like I just. <laughs> I'll have to watch them. There's little tricks to them. Yeah. But it's mostly about the rhythm. Da 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 da. Yeah, I think that's what I'm not doing. I'm not snapping yeah. the rhythm. People think it sounds like a helicopter, like, yeah. it's not. Yeah. There was someone cool, someone in the gym. I was in there the other day, and uh, last time I saw it's been a long time since I saw them, and they didn't have dumbbell winners, and they were doing them today or the other day. Nice. And they were, she was going f- I mean, forever. Uh-huh. Like, she just, yeah. I was like, wow, Practice. that was cool. Yeah. That was really cool. All right, so um, those are kind of, kind of my big fitness goals for the year Excellent. keep my strength lean out yeah learn double unders and get some pull-ups those are four big enough ones i those think great to, to accomplish great. yeah and it's been a great year with a lot of knowledge still some room for improvement which is great because mm-hmm. that just means there's more meditation there's more yeah i gotta yeah that's another yeah. thing i gotta implement meditation more yeah um and uh and journaling too is actually something i want to try and and work on as well good uh Nutrition should be good with the whole life challenge coming yep. up. That's a good little kickstart, and uh, and we're moving on. Amen. Good year. It'll be a good year. Yeah. yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to this. Like I said, Trevor's going to be back on uh, the next episode. We're going to talk about some projects he's working on that are awesome and uh, that are that totally relate to the audience in a in a different way. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to to share that with you. To follow the Squad Room, it's at the Squad Room both on Instagram and Twitter. Our website's thesquadroom.net can head over there for show notes uh, on this and any links we might have to the show you can text the squad room to 44222 to sign up for a mailing list Traver, where can people find you uh, my website www.traverbohm.com and that's t-r-a-v-e-r-b-o-e-h-m.com and the same thing i'm at traverbohm at instagram and same as twitter awesome again i want to thank sb tactical and i combat training system for their support of the show check them out if you're there this week at shot uh, they will be hooking you up with some fun stuff. And you can check out their iCombat system at sptactical.com where you can watch the video of their active shooter training system in action uh, and uh, see how this system is uh, perfect for active shooter training for law enforcement. It's a replication system, not a simulation system. Until next time, take care of each other and stay safe. Stay safe.